This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're tuning in on the YouTube live as we look at you in the cameras here in the studio in the heart of Sharjah on Pulse95. Thank you for being part of my show and also being with us on the hour. Now, see guys, I've had, I've had coaches, I've had athletes, I've had specialists, but I've never had a referee. So I thought I would give you the view of a referee. And I'll tell you one thing. What makes this episode really interesting is what the referee sees is very different to what a player sees, what a coach sees, and what the fans see. And right now, we don't have fans. We do have coaches. We do have players. But I have a referee here in uh, the Pulse 95 studio. And I'll tell you one thing. Dusan, I said Dusan Dimitrievich is going to be on the show today. He's, in my opinion, the best referee I've ever seen on the pitch in the UAE. And I can't wait to have questions answered for you guys here. He coaches men, he coaches women, and he has a very, very good knowledge on the game. So I can't wait to have that with you guys today. Shoot us a message on 4215 Salat or do slide into my DMs at Omar during Instagram and let me know what you think. It's going to be very interesting, guys. Go get yourself a drink and I'll see you right after. After this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdouri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Thank you for everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live at Omar Abdouri. And thank you for spending this hour with us today on the Halftime Show. Really appreciate your time. I'm going to make it special for you because I have, for the first time ever, on the Halftime Show, I have a professional referee who's got, I think, over 13 years experience, if I'm not mistaken. His name is Dushan Dimitrovich, probably the coolest name as well. Dushan, welcome to the show. Nice to be here. How are you? All good, all good, thanks. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Now, Dushan, the way the referees do think is very interesting because we don't often ask what goes through a referee's mind because we're too fixated on the game. Tell me, how did it all start for you as a person before becoming a professional referee? Um... I don't know. I just I just signed up for a course back home in Serbia, mm-hmm. and then you know, like years were passing by. You just need to like work on yourself. Uh, everything rega- being a referee is everything about like experience. You yeah. Know? More matches you ref, more different situations you you have. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you will get like more experience. Yeah. Making the proper decisions. Right, and that's obviously improved over a, a long period of time. <laughs> long period How of many time. years has it been since you've been professional referee? Uh, so, seven years back home. Uh, already six years in the UAE. Amazing. And how has it been different from Serbia to the UAE in terms of refereeing different players? Um, 
in Serbia I done like on a professional level. Yes. So it's a whole different thing, like because whenever you have like professional football clubs, mm-hmm. um, they invest a lot of money. So it's a, like um, you really need to be one hundred percent into it. Yes. Here, it's how can I say uh, people enjoy more in football and right. it's not so tensed like on a professional level yes yeah. yes and you've coached both men and women yeah which is harder uh women <laughs> <laughs> okay but, but you know what? i'll tell you one thing because you've coached at a high level uh, women take it just as serious as men sometimes even more serious more serious yeah. right yeah, yeah. so that's probably how it, it gets difficult to manage under the regulations under you know the laws that we have to be able to control yeah. you know the games um, talk to me about that experience of coaching in the AWFL and the women's leagues here. No, it's amazing. The level of football is very high. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is putting a lot of effort, like coaches, players, pretty much everyone. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's I don't know. It, is it is it like more? Is it has it surprised you? how prepared the teams are, the coaches are, the players are. Everything from the organization, uh, players, coaches, teams, everything. Everything is on a very high level. Yeah. And I'm very surprised and it's a pleasure to be a part of it. Absolutely. Now, one thing, Dushan, I want to ask you is not many football fans um, become professional referees, but they always have the opinions on referees. How come you chose to be a referee? I don't know. It just came up. It just, I don't know. I don't know. I. It's simply like after a couple of years, yeah, it gets into your blood, right? And I remember back home when I was in Serbia. Yeah, you're just waiting for that weekend to come. Yes, for yes. The, for the tension, for like everything, and then after some time, I don't know. I see it as a lifestyle. It's okay. simply like a lifestyle now. That's interesting you say that because I, I know for a fact I couldn't do what you do because it takes such a level of skill to be a professional, to control, to manage not just the players, not just the coaches, not just the fans or the audience. It takes a lot of discipline to do that. How how hard has that been to adapt to as a professional referee over the last couple of years? Mm, I don't know. Like I, I pretty much give my best to be as professional as I can. Yeah. Uh, as a professional referee, you should know how you should behave. Yes. You have to be very patient mm-hmm. with players. You have to try and explain your decisions if it's possible. If not, you just continue to do what you're doing. And mm. that's pretty much it. We've got some, some really good questions for you already yeah. here. Um, some, <laughs> some of them. Uh, okay, so how do you get to be a referee? Do you start as a player or as a coach to make the transition or neither? Uh, actually, I'll be honest. I was a handball goalkeeper before okay. I started refereeing. Okay. Um, and then, I don't know, everything came. Like, being a referee came with experiences, a lot of games. Yeah. Um, like I told you, a lot of different situations. And from that, you actually learn. You have to have a good rules background. Yeah. So you have to know what you're doing. You have to know where you're supposed to stand to see a situation properly. Yeah. And, you know, physically, you have to be very well prepared. You have to, to be tr- fit. Yeah, to try and be like at least two to three meters from the situation mm. so you can see it clearly. Interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, we've got some more questions here uh, coming in. Hold on. All right. So 
Are there any calls that you have made that you look back now on and regret because they were game changers? That's another very good question. Um, yeah, sometimes I feel bad if I don't see the situation properly. Yeah. And maybe that affected the final score. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I do feel bad. But I mean, having seen you, having seen you ref, to be very honest, and, and this is something that I, I actually really enjoy. It's not many referees that I enjoy watching. Uh, having seen you ref, you you're pretty sharp on your decisions like you're very consistent you know sometimes you get one call that is a bit you know out there and the other call that's on the line and and do you ever take anything home with you or do you leave it on the pitch in terms of decisions Mm, i take it home really which is not so good but i do it because i don't know like i told you it's a lifestyle for me yes and yeah some things i really take like personally right. did i made a right decision is it gonna affect the other players yes. you know because also i don't want to feel them i don't want them to feel bad absolutely yeah. does it ever carry on into the next game with the same team or players that's a good question for you. Mm, yes it does, <laughs> but i try to put it on the side but <laughs> at least yes, you're honest i yes, like that yes. i like that well there you have it folks here's the first segment i told you is going to be good a lot of insight by the way i've never ever had a referee on the show here so a lot of insight on how they see things and also how honest and I'm, by the way not all referees are as honest as this one here so very honest with the way they uh, perceive things but we'll be right back uh, after the break i'm going to play some uh, some tunes for you danny neville's track is on point and then we'll be right back so stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Oh, you beauty! What a headshot! What a there you have it. Just a little bit of a different intro for you. Thank you very much for tuning in. And remember, if you do miss our shows, you can catch us on the Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Angami. Or if you prefer a visual, Super Mario and Gabby are on the YouTube Live, making sure that we're, we're good and in check for you guys. Right, okay. So on the show today, Dushan is here and we are talking about the looking at it from a different perspective, a referee's perspective. Dushan, tell me... I don't think referees get enough respect in sport. When it comes down to that, how does that affect your your mental health? Because in the first segment, you said to me that you know sometimes if you make a wrong decision, which is which is fine because you're human, um, you take it home and you think about it. How does it affect you mentally? Mm. I don't know. Like the before every match, mm-hmm. because pretty much I'm refereeing the leagues and yep. stuff, um, you. You know the teams and you know the players and, and um, I don't know, I try to prepare mentally for every evening mm-hmm. and you know like it's when you're when you're refereeing when, when you're refereeing um, I don't know, during the match uh, the easiest thing is to give them a yellow or a red card for their misbehavior Yeah. but then again you're trying to them in the game as much as you can yeah um try to be tolerant with them and yeah that's pretty much it but i do take a lot of things back home mm. you know do you, do you find yourself sometimes saving players or teams yes from ruining the game yes interesting yes. i'm interesting. trying to keep them say uh, i try to keep them in the game yeah and i also trying to keep them safe because 
some players they lose it yes. and then the other players can simply injure them or yes make it out of safety and harm uh, as well um, one of the questions from Mohammed has come in here really good question actually what kind of mental training does a referee do because he has to capture a scene that happens in milliseconds and I'm sure that's very difficult do you have anything specific or a routine that ha- that you do to calm you or to get you ready for a game uh, pretty much after after doing this for so long mm. um, I don't know I'm, I'm used to it but to catch a situation properly you have to be close right you have to be like two to three meters mm-hmm. from the situation and then you can make a right call very interesting okay so um, Terry says other sports like rugby and cricket have off-pitch referees and umpires that can make a call if a referee has missed something um, would that ever be something in football I guess that's VAR isn't that yeah yeah it is so what's is. your what's your take on VAR because a lot it's getting a lot of mixed reviews honestly it's a good thing it's mm-hmm. a good thing but recently we had a match like Everton Liverpool yes where, yes. where I really asked myself why do you need a linesman mm. like if you're gonna catch it like a one millimeter offside yeah then better remove him yeah he's you know um, it's a good thing it's really a good thing because some things you cannot see but if I'm talking about the Premier League is getting bit is it's getting a bit like over and above with certain decisions you know mm. so you should just let the referee like you know if it's a one millimeter offside just you know it's yeah if well here's a question for you and this is my own question because I know you as a referee yeah. and I know your consistency as a referee has VAR let other referees get lazy with their decisions yes good answer yes yes, yes. yeah is, uh, can you tell me more about that I know my opinion but I want to hear your opinion um, let's say like they're not putting the same effort like before mm. because he knows that if he gets it correct okay perfect if he doesn't get it VAR will change his decision yeah. in a proper decision so he's not putting a effort like before right uh, yeah, that's interesting and um with with that, I want to stick to that just before we move on. So with with VAR and everything that that's, that's been introduced, different countries have different regulations regarding that. So how the referees check, yeah, yeah. or if they have someone in the back checking for yeah. them, do you believe that the referee should be able to make that decision solely, or do you think that it's better for them to have someone else watch the decision again? No, no, no. It's a better like for him to watch the proper video. It's yeah. it's much better. You know? Right, interesting. I, I, I agree with that because the opinions could be different. Of correct? course, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Okay, so um, we've noticed the growth in in the UAE in terms of football, you know, uh, men and women. Um, what have you noticed most about, you know, the development in men and women's football here in the UAE that you've refereed? Um, the quality is getting better. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, um, for example, like, Coaches and academies in general yeah. are working much much more with players. Mm-hmm. You know, putting extra effort for the quality. Before, like I remember, like five years ago, yeah, it was not like um, the main thing is uh, was for the people to have fun. Yeah, but I think you should also learn to to play football properly, like yes. to do a proper throw in. Yeah, uh, you should also. I, I see a lot of coaches are updating their players about the football rules. Nice. So, for example, he knows that. He needs to ask for me to, 
like make a wall like you know those things which i'm very surprised yes. in a positive way yes now that's yeah. that's very interesting one of the things i can't leave you without without talking i've seen that we talk about respect and sport now it's one thing to have the players on your back the coaches on your back how have you handled parents with their kids <laughs> that's a good question um, <laughs> I'm putting him on the spot I'm only smiling because I know him really well he's so honest <laughs> so on. that's the most uh, difficult thing to do but like luckily yeah um, on a lot of tournaments they realize that they should just put the parents on the side yeah yeah to make it easier for everyone yeah coaches children because uh, I think the players should listen to the coaches, yeah. not to the parents. Right. Okay, obviously, like, the parents think they know the best, but yes. then why do you have the coach there? Yes, I think the roles are different as well. Yeah, of course. You know one thing, Dushan, I haven't seen, and maybe someone can let me know. Text me on 4215, or do, or slide into my DMs if you know the answer to this. Um, the players have courses. Yeah. The coaches have courses. The referees have courses. Why not have a courses for parents? I think I think coaches should do something for the parents for that yeah of course like you know I don't know once in three months yeah you just gather them around you explain like what you need to explain about some rules yes that should be followed and that's it yeah it's very simple and then the parents are aware what they should do and what they shouldn't do I like that I like that because I, I I know for a fact that the the contrast and opinions could be there but I think if if they spend time together, then maybe that would also make life easier as a player, make life easier as a team, and also as a as a referee and a coach. Yeah, very cool. See, now you gave me an idea there. Wow. So if you if you know if there is a curriculum or a course out there for parents that they can be able to participate in the right manner and in the positive manner for their footballers or their parents, that'd be very interesting. Coming up next, um, Dushan here has refereed some of the best players in the world. I'm going to drop some names for you guys and then we can ask me questions for him after the break. Uh, Roberto Carlos. Yeah. Nicholas Anelka. Yep. Fabio Cannavaro. Yep. Teddy Sheringham. Yep. All right, guys, there you go. I've dropped <laughs> some names for you guys. Um, I want to hear all from you right after the break. Here's some tunes for you and I'll be right back. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Oh he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Thank you very much for keeping me company here on the Instagram Live. Like I said, I was, I was explaining to Dushan here that you guys really look after me uh, during the hour on the Halftime Show. And that's why the show goes very quickly. Uh, shout out to Freak Euro, shout out to Keek, uh, Wissam, Zara, my Football Fridays crew, of course, Ahmades, Aboud. Uh, who else do I have in here? Wissam asked a great question, which I'm going to ask next. Zaid, who's obviously one of the players, I probably say his name mostly in training, but we love him really. And everyone else is tuning in. So thank you very much. Right. Okay, Dushan, um, you have refereed some of the world's biggest superstars i'm intrigued about a few names so i'm going to shoot them your way and i want you to to try and be as honest as you can with me as you normally are um what was nicholas anelka like there's his documentary came out recently um i was a fan of his growing up i know he's been misunderstood a lot by being labeled Les sulk but some of his coaches actually really praised him um what was your experience like in coaching him oh sorry not coaching him refereeing him um very chilled 
yeah. you know, he's playing his game, he doesn't talk, um, which is the most easiest thing. And well, I noticed with these players, they you have a couple of times like a question like, why is this, why is that? Mm. But they just play their game. Mm. The most easiest thing to ref is is like them because they, they just, they're focused on their game. They yeah. don't care about the referee and that's it. It looks like that's the way that they were coached Yeah. because you don't have time to waste on the referee. Right, right. You should like take it quickly, try to pass, score a goal, that's it. Yeah. And with players like Nicholas Anelka, do you see that, for example, with his type of profile, can you tell as a referee that he's been coached by many players or can you, do you have a certain... Um, a certain view on the player from based on his career or do you just referee a superstar like that based on that day? Mm, just based on that day. Just based on that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And you've also um, you've also refereed a World Cup winner. Wow. Who's that World Cup winner? Uh, Fabio Cannavaro. Fabio Cannavaro. Uh, he look, He seems like quite a nice person. Uh, Is he? He's not a very nice defender but how I is was, he to ref him? I was actually like uh, refereeing his team so he was a coach okay okay of, yeah um, I can say like from the coach like watching him from the like being Side a coach mm-hmm. yeah he is he's like a chilled guy you know yeah. like um, he doesn't talk too much yeah but when he say when he's when he's saying something to the players it's just like he tells it and that's it very direct uh, yeah very direct yeah. do you ever see the players resemble the coach when you ref them? No. No, they're all different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. One of the characters of the world football is Roberto Carlos. Uh-huh. Uh, how was it refereeing him? He's a beast. <laughs> really? He's like, uh, even now in his age, yes. he's still a beast. Yes. Like, I was, I was really, like, I was shocked when you see a guy that he's... Does he yeah. still have it now? He still has it. Really? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, there's certain players that I've, I've come across after they finish their career, yeah. they look fitter than, you know, than they were when they're playing. Yeah. One of them is Seedorf. Uh, have you seen Seedorf now? Yeah. Wow. And also on Elka as well. He's like fit 100%. Really? Yeah. Is he still got that quickness? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, interesting. Is there any player that surprised you that you've refed? Mm, Robbie Keane. Okay, okay. Yeah. T- tell me, tell he's me. He's a why. gentleman. He's really? a, like a really an amazing guy. Okay. You can never. I I had I had that opportunity like to talk with him a little bit. Yes. You can never say that like like the level that he played. Yes. Usually, like some of the players are like, oh, man, I don't want to waste time on you. But he's very pleasant, very okay. nice, very humble. Yeah, humble. Yeah. Okay. Really good guy. Interesting. Right. Okay. So you see, I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different footballers you've refed. And uh, it's really interesting to see the different perspectives. Has anyone surprised you? Mm, and in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, I don't want to say in a bad way, but has anyone surprised you in the way that they acted on the pitch? No. Like, for example, I had a chance to ref Paulinho as well. Okay. He, okay. Doesn't st- uh, he is one of, one of the players that I ref that he doesn't stop. He talks like 90 minutes. Really? 90 minutes. Okay. Really? He's the captain at 90 minutes. He yeah, doesn't stop. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. You've asked some very, very good questions, folks. This is the time which I'm going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask Dushan right after the break. I'm going to bring him back and I'm going to ask him the questions you've asked stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m
Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. We're almost done, actually, on the Halftime Show, which I'm, I'm really, really disappointed uh, because the hour flies on this show and I uh, I love having you guys on air. I love ha- having you guys listen to me in the radio, on Instagram Live, on YouTube, wherever you're listening. It's great. And today's a different perspective. It's a referee's perspective. So we got some questions that sh- you've shot in with Sam, one of my footballers from Football Fridays, has sent me a question saying, Coach, Talking about respect, do referees let a player's history influence their decision if he's hard to deal with or is their decision isolated based on the specific play? Dushan. Very good question. Mm. So the main goal of every referee is to finish their match, Mm -hmm. to try and make everyone happy at Mm -hmm. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, in every team you have a certain player like I told you before, you need to try and keep him there as mm-hmm. much as you can. The easiest thing is to give him a yellow or a red card. Mm-hmm. So um, you try to manage your match mm-hmm. in a good way. Okay, I know that if I give him like two or three easy fouls on his side, he will be happy. Then maybe on the other side. If it's not, I know that he will complain. So, but I gave him already two, so he's gonna be fine if I give him if I don't give him this one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I want to say that yeah, the player's history mm-hmm. can affect yeah. Interesting. Uh, a question from Ahmed uh, Ahmedes as well, one of my other footballers. The footballers are in full effect today. Can the pressure of a game and its importance have an influence on the ref's decision? Uh, for example, giving a penalty uh, at the end of a game, which is really important. Uh, yeah can uh the thing is like um as a referee even if you're right or wrong Mm -hmm. if you made a decision it's a good thing to stick to it absolutely because otherwise if you change it yes it gets hectic yeah it really gets hectic does it ever does it ever play on your mind during the game or do you just block that out Mm, I blocked it. Mm. There was a question that you liked, uh, Dushan. Uh, how do you manage the situation if you get confused during the match? Uh, just like this. I I, I stay 100% on my decision. Mm-hmm. I don't change it. Yeah. And that's it. Because otherwise you will lose, lose respect from the players. Yeah. They will see from the side, oh my God, this guy's lost. Yes. You know? yes. So better like this. Okay, you made a mistake. Just go through it and continue. That's yes. it. Yes, and you are you are you are currently currently refing at the moment at the AWFL. Is that yeah. right? And is there another league as well you're refing at? Yeah, Dubai Amateur Football League. Dubai Amateur Football League as well. Yeah. Um, from from all these experiences, do you get to build a relationship with coaches or players or or even fans uh, with all the frequency of the consistent matches you ref? Yes, I know. I like. After six years of doing this, mm-hmm. a lot of players, a lot of players know me. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy that I gain their respect. Yes, it makes my life easy at the end of the day. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's I, I have to say it's enough for me just to show up there. Yes. You know. Yes. Just to show up there and they know that they're safe. Yes. That I'm at the end of the day I'm gonna try and give my best, Absolutely. which which is what they want at the end of the day. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, you have a presence about you, Dushan, which uh, which is also very good for the teams. I'm um, they're, they're very lucky to have you refing them. 
Um, one of the things, where can we follow you on social media? Are you active on social media? Uh, so, so, yeah. And kind of? Kind of, so, yeah. Uh, so, I would say for the 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 fans and the, and the players and all the people that normally come to your games, I would say watch out for the referee called Dushan. He's a top, top referee. Um, and he's someone that's very honest as well, actually, which is, which is fantastic. Um, Dushan, when it comes down to refereeing, will you do you see a pattern in technology coming into the sport? So obviously with with VAR now coming in, everyone's kind of relying on that. But when it comes down to are you more the old school mentality, which is less technology, or are you more for the new school, which is more cameras, more analysis, more assessments? New school. Because a lot of things are in stake. Mm-hmm. And you know, like it's it's better you know it's better because i would give, I would give you an example like for example if um, you have a good team playing against the like not so good team like for example we have Bayern Munich and Lokomotiv Moscow last night mm-hmm. and then you have 85th minute 0-0 for example mm-hmm. and then there's a decision that referee didn't see in favor of Lokomotiv Moscow right. so it's it's a good thing to have it there yeah yeah because it will also help them to maybe win against the bigger teams Excellent. Um, yeah. Any big things coming up for you? Any any interesting uh, uh, matches you're going to ref? Any events that are coming up for you in the near future? So usually I'm doing the preseason friendlies in January mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the, I don't know, this year I was doing for pretty much a lot of Chinese okay. Super League teams. Interesting. Um, uh, because of the current COVID situation, we will see what will happen, but I'm hoping for that in January. Yes. And then there's a big... Um, Youth Cup in March called mm-hmm. Mina Cup. Right, right. I'm also like into that. So let's see. Let's Fantastic. see what's going to happen. Fantastic. Dushan, thank you very much for gracing us on the on the halftime show. It was a pleasure being here. Uh, it's it's It was lovely having you here. Very, very interesting perspective. A lot of great questions from the listeners here. We have reached full time. Remember, if you do miss our shows, you can catch us on YouTube. The shows get uploaded by Super Mario and Gabby, who put on the show for us, where you can catch the whole episode on there, commercial-free uh, and music-free on the YouTube we also have the podcast, which is on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Rami. Um, again, Dushan, thank you very much, my man. It was a pleasure. Guys, have a great day. Coming up after this, you've got the Afternoon Karak with Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. And you can always catch me on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4, on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Peace out. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse95. 95. 95.